It was at this moment that he knew. Damn, son, where'd you find this? So just do it! Make your dreams come true! Just do it! You are now listening to the world's most popular, inaccurate, and sometimes squirreled retelling of pop culture history. It's Podcast 42 on the Podfix Network. I don't know what's going on. So did you work with him, maybe? Or did you probably not work with him? I probably not worked with him, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. Did you call him, maybe? No, I didn't call him. That would have been crazy. It would have been so crazy. Here's my number. Did she ever have another hit? No. No. Did you ever see when she threw out the first pitch at a Tampa Bay Rays game? No, I don't watch sports. It bounced right after the mound. Who was that? Carly Rae Jepsen. (laughs) Well, her talent is giving out phone numbers, sort of, not throwing baseballs. Yeah, she's like... No, she gave out her phone number. To everybody. they may not call her. Oh, how does she, she know whether they're going to call her or not? She doesn't. She just says, call me, maybe. That's why she's keeping her options open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's my number. Call me, maybe. And I would say, okay, thank you, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dad. And then she would just take back her phone number. <laughs> Please don't. Just call me, uh, never. Call me, never. <laughs> and he'd go, goodbye, never. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of calling people, maybe. It's time for Podcast 42. I'm Christopher DeVos. I'm Sabrina Pierre. J.L. Trose. And I'm Laura. And I just met you. Hi. 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 And how do we have a child? (laughs) I don't know. It's a miracle. Probably. No. There's things called... (laughs) Adoption. (laughs) Or drugs. Artificial, (laughs) Artificial insemination. Well, besides all that nonsense tonight we are going to do google translated nursery rhymes but before we get into that let's open up jail's beer cooler jail's beer cooler it's cooler than you think jail's beer cooler Yeah. Cooler than you think. <laughs> Never run away. Never run away. All right, so we stocked it with a really expensive beer tonight. Yeah, we did. What is this? <laughs> it's straight from Canada. It's Moosehead Lager, eh? It's a beer that defies the odds, eh? That's right. It's a product of Canada, and it's fiercely independent. Hey, should I tell everybody how Canada came up with their name? <laughs> Please. Sure. So how did you alienate all Canadians? Well, <laughs> go ahead. No, you hate it. And I want you to roll your eyes at me for the eighth time Do today. Because no, I really like it. 200,000th time in our lives. This is the only joke you know. No, you know one joke. And this is the joke. I am very funny. And it's super racist against Canadians. <laughs> really? Because he just, super. Sat there, he just sat there and said A 27 <laughs> times. And I'm the racist against Canadians. Yes, you I, are a Canadian racist. He's nearly Canada. I'm half Canadian. <laughs> okay, so it's not that racist then. If we have a half Canadian in the room, 
Go ahead, tell the joke. No, I'm not going How to. How can I get their me, name? Do it. I'm going to mess it up. Do, do it. it. You, you've made me so do self-conscious it. of my joke, and I'm never going to tell it this again. This is how do Canada it. got their no, name. No, you're going to so mess it up. Do it. Do it. You got three seconds. Mm. Do it. Okay, so they were, they were a bunch of guys all sitting around the room, and they said, we need to come up with a name for our new country. So the guy says, I think it should start with a C-A. And the other guy goes, oh, yeah, I like that. How about we throw in an N-A? And then the last guy said, I really like a DA. And there you have Canada. <laughs> she laughs. She laughs at it. <laughs> like she's heard it for the first time. Yeah, that's the best part. Every time. <laughs> I love my nose. C-A. C-A. N-E. D-A. <laughs> I don't get it. They just spelled Canada. <laughs> Oh, they really only wanted the letters C, N, and D. C, N, and D for con- <laughs> <laughs> They gotta have vowels. Can- right, well, they were just throwing around letters at, the, at What first. if they all used I's? It's the A's. How would you say that? Sin-a-D? <laughs> <laughs> what if they use U's? How would you say that? <laughs> I'm not I actually like that better. Yeah. <laughs> we should well, rename Canada to Canoodle. You're Canoodian, eh? Canoodian. Yes. You're a cooter. No, no, no. No, no, that would not work. But we're the bad ones. Yeah. We're, 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 so, we're the bad we're ones. We're so racist. Uh, we're just drop whatever uh, word you want. No, no. <laughs> yeah, you still like Kunadu? <laughs> well, maybe they chose that first and then said, okay, well, we're going to be the cooters then. And I was like, no, no, no. No, that's not going to work. Uh, <laughs> so tonight what we've done it's going to be an awesome one for the uh, we didn't really discuss the beer by the way just if anybody wants to know did, yeah we did we said it was Moosehead and it's, it's got from a, Canada it's got Kim Jong-un on to the know. back of it we did discuss it Mm-mm. we didn't say the name or anything it's Moosehead, Moosehead Lager yes we said that and then I made my joke okay well <laughs> and you know how you know it's Moosehead because there's, there's a, a moose head, head on it. I don't know if you're new to the show, but what we do is we discuss the beer at the end. Wait, what? <laughs> Man. It's her first I, week. Where am I ever in the middle of the show? Because I just felt like we introduced ourselves, said what we thought about the beer, and then said bye. You know, we used to do that. <laughs> yeah, we did. Sitting around over a cell phone, hoping it was recording. Yes talked about everything we wanted to before the show started recording why are you bringing up those bad memories we still uh, do that i don't know what you're talking about yeah we do yeah we had some good ones before the show started anyway tonight we are taking some classic nursery rhymes we're gonna throw them through google translator and see what spits out with that and we're gonna give you a brief history and then we rewrote it for modern times that's the show tonight confusing maybe funny hopefully Sources for this one. Why are you all looking at me? I feel like there should be crickets. Oh, no. Sarlacc finally ate them. (laughs) Sources for the show were Wikipedia and... um, Google Translate. VH is one behind the music featuring Weird Al. VH is one? VH ones. No, no, it was on VHS. It was that old. It was that old... VH. I said VHAs because we it's were doing Canadian, Canadian hey, accents. Racist. So are we getting a Juno for this? 
What does that mean? It's a Canadian, Canadian Grammy. Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought it was a city in Alaska. No, no, it was just Yeah, no, girl. it's the capital of Alaska. And a barely watchable I, movie. Do you know the capital of Alaska? Do you know? No. You what don't you do not you do know? Do you know? Do you know? You don't know? <laughs> what is the capital of Alaska? I don't know. <laughs> Canada. Well, you know it's not Juno, so what is it? Oh. Canada. It's Canada. Canada's the capital of Alaska. It's, can- it's so Canada, weird. Alaska. <laughs> no? Okay, so. <laughs> For Google oh, yeah. Translate, here are some of the words. Uh, when we take the nursery rhymes, throw it through Google Translate, see what spits out on the other side. It'll translate between several different languages. There's no rhyme or reason to the languages, and... The languages can be used more than once, but here's a list of the languages we did use. Arabic, Chinese, Croatian, Danish, Dutch, English, French, German, Greek. The English one's the important one. Uh, Haitian, Hawaiian, Irish, Italian, Japanese, Korean, Latin, Polish, Spanish, Swedish, Turkish, Vietnamese, Zulu. And this is a tough room tonight. You guys are just staring at me. <laughs> that was a lot. Yeah. That was a lot. It is I a lot. I just heard Haitian and got excited. I'm going to Google what the capital of Alaska is. Okay. You Google what the capital of Alaska is. Juno. No, you told me it wasn't. <laughs> no, you. I asked if Juno it. And then it's you told me Juno. No. You told me no. I said, I don't know. But it's Juno. Now's a good time for you to Google that because... It's your turn. <laughs> You're first. You guys have to wait until it's I really find Juno. out. It's really Juno. No, you told me it was not. I said, I don't know. But it's Juno. I don't she lie. said, I don't I know, know but is. Juno. It is Juno. You guys lied to me. <laughs> she said, I don't, I don't trust you. <laughs> Juno? But Juno. I don't trust you anymore. Cricket, this one pulling up cricket, all the cricket. facts with Canada and then just bouncing on the rest of us. I know I know how the name came about. So <laughs> that's Canadian all that matters. And the whole show was derailed because of it. <laughs> yeah. Every great thing comes from Canada. We talked about this earlier. Yeah. Hockey. Basketball, <laughs> nursery beer, rhymes. nursery rhymes, Juno, bacon, beer cheese, bacon. This beer is only six dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Canadian. <laughs> you know that translates American. <laughs> it wasn't even on sale. It was six dollars. You know how many loonies and toonies I had to give away for this? Day? Oh yay! I don't know what any of that is. Oh, a loonie is the Canadian dollar. A toonie is a two dollar coin. Yeah, I, I knew that. No, oh, you didn't. No, you didn't. Juno? I did. <laughs> Juno? I, I don't trust you guys anymore. Juno. Now I want to watch Strange Brew. Right? Juno, Laura, you're the first one up tonight. You all are still, I have my paper in my hands. <laughs> I was ready so to talk. So much editing. So much editing. Who I does say, that? I say <laughs> just me. leave it all in. Just, just, you know what? Get done recording and then just post it immediately. <laughs> there are podcasts that do that. Yeah. And yeah. they're very proud of it. And they shouldn't be. <laughs> I, mean, I think tonight's show should be a special show. We don't show. do any editing. We know. <laughs> and you shouldn't oh, edit it. That's why we do a lot of fast forwarding. Okay, first, first nursery rhyme that everybody in the world knows. Baba Black Sheep. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Baba Black Sheep is an English nursery rhyme, the earliest surviving version of which dates from 1731. The rhyme was first printed in Tommy Thumb's Pretty Songbook, the oldest surviving collection of English language nursery rhymes. The words have not... I love Tommy Thumb's Pretty Songbook. It's very pretty. It It was a sequel. Yeah, it was almost as good as Tommy Chong's Songbook. Tommy Chong's High (laughs) Songbook. (laughs) 
Anyway, the words. <laughs> was that an AB normal reference? The words of Baba Black Sheep. What so we're not. Mean? Oh my God. I, if you guys yell at me for not getting through this, I'm trying to read it. And you guys are still holding a All conversation. Right, I'm just going to talk over you. The words have not changed very much in two and a half centuries. That's a long time. It is sung in a variant of the 1761 French melody. Ah. <laughs> ah. Would you tell your. Would you tell mom? Oh, okay. Ah. Would I tell you, mom? I love that song. Have you ever heard that song? I have not. Ah. Would, would I, I tell, tell you, mom? mom? Ah. <laughs> would I tell you, mom? I wouldn't. It was the first Dead Kennedy single ever made. <laughs> Catherine L. Weiss Thomas in The Real Personages of Mother Goose, published in 1930, suggests that the rhyme referred to resentment at the great wool tax of 1275. I didn't know we resented the wool yeah, tax. Yeah, <laughs> did you remember the great wool tax of 1275? I actually don't. It lasted until like the 15th century. Yes, it was terrible. Every time <laughs> that you wanted wool or had to sell wool or buy wool, it got taxed. All the way through the, the till the 15th yeah, century. Anytime you used wool light, we there tried was a tax. throwing it in the sea in the ocean. But it didn't work. <laughs> no, it all, it all the wool did was suck up the water. Yeah. That's right. You'll be back. It got That's real why heavy it's to now take the out. Dead sea. It's like, why'd you throw that wool in the ocean? It's really weird that they would throw it into that sea. That was anywhere near France. <laughs> it was called the Living Sea. <laughs> what happened? With Nemo and wool. It, it died. Counted, it died. 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 I get it. Canada, eh? <laughs> it's that humor. <sighs> Others have connected it to the slave trade, particularly in the southern United States, but has no supporting historical evidence. Still, I mean, if it was around since 1275, were. <laughs> Slaves even in America at that point? No, that was the Great Wool Tax. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that was Baba Black Sheep. No, no. So confused. Just Can we referred start over? to that. Oh, okay. No, you can't start over. <laughs> well, you're going to edit it all out anyways. It's not like you're just going to post this. <laughs> Creepypasta Theater took three days to edit. So. That's only because you stopped and went to Disney World. Oh, shh. <laughs> no, I don't want people to have sympathy for you when I you don't deserve forced. it. He's just gonna. <laughs> I was edit forced to go to Disney yeah. World. It's okay. The people in the room know. It's not like I want to go to Disney World. You wanted to. Not really. I gave you the option, and you said Kyle's going. I'll be there. No. <laughs> Samezies. Exactly what happened. You gave me the option, like a wife gives you the option. I said, which you is, <laughs> "There's no option. You're doing it." No, no, that's not what I did. I said, "Do you want?" to go to Epcot, you don't have to. Which and means you I said, have to. <laughs> <laughs> that means exactly no, I have to. No. If you're coming in here announcing what's going on and giving me the option, the option is to do what you want me to do. And then you said, who's going? And I said, Maria and Kyle. And you said, oh, Kyle's going? I'll go. That's exactly what happened. You would not have joined me if it hadn't been for Kyle. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> what was a controversy that emerged over... Well, others theorize that the wool of black sheep Three may... hours later. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was going to be a short show. What <laughs> you get for thinking? Yeah. It's 21 pages, Chris. Buckle up, buddy. It's not as big as We're it was. We're 21 minutes in. 
And not even through page one. We're not even halfway through page one. <laughs> what did other people theorize about the wolf? Well, you know, other people theorized that the wool of black sheep may have been prized as it could be made into dark clothes without dyeing them. Anybody want to talk? Because I finished this. Like this one. Okay. A controversy emerged over changing the language of Baba Black Sheep in Britain in 1986 because it was seen as racist. Suggestions of rewriting of the rhyme have been Baba Pink Sheep, Baba Happy Sheep, Baba Hopping Sheep, Baba Sad Sheep, and Baba Rainbow Sheep. I love rainbow sheep. <laughs> that's how they get tie-dye. Oh, that's good to know. <laughs> Is that like Juno isn't the capital of Alaska? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't either. Juno? <laughs> I don't. Baba Black Sheep, have you any wool? Is this the original? Yes. Okay. I figured everybody knew the original. Oh, you didn't know? Baba Black Sheep, have you any wool? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Three bags full. One for the master, one for the dame, and one for the little boy who lives down the lane. So here is our Google translated version, not the original. Black Baba Sheep, do you have wool? Yes, it is. Three complete bags. To the teacher for women, for toddlers, when he lives on the street. I'm glad they're for toddlers. <laughs> but not no. if he lives at home. No, if he, as long as the toddler lives on the street, he can have all the wool he wants. You know, in Orlando, the streets are full of toddlers. <laughs> so annoying. It's true. It's true. Unsupervised toddlers, too. I know I left mine out on the street just so we could get the wool. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how to turn wool into to thread? Do you know? I don't. <laughs> I'm so over this tonight. <laughs> okay. So now here is the podcast 42 version for 2019. Baba Rainbow Sheep. What are your pronouns? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I don't have a gender. Yeah. Also, please don't share me. Peter will get mad. Just let me roam free. I'll get my own haircut at Fantastic Sam's. That's very empowering. <laughs> That's sheep yeah. empowerment. Are we sponsored by Fantastic Sam's this week? We are now. They, uh, <laughs> They had That's where Chris gets his hair cut. They had... No, I don't. You used to. No, I didn't. You did like once. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe once. I get my hair cut at MVP. And you know why? Because he loves sports. No, because they keep the your haircut on file so you don't have to tell them every time. So you know every hair place will do that. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. The MVP is the only place that's ever, ever asked me what my preferences are and made notes of them so that I feel like an MVP every time I go. And this has been sponsored by not Fantastic Sam's anymore, but MVP Haircuts. Where <laughs> you are the MVP. In Kissimmee. They won't change the channel, so I gotta, I'm forced to watch sports but on the TV. But other than that. He watches the sports ball. All right. Next nursery rhyme is Kaka doodle do here are some notes the first two lines were used in a murder pamphlet in england in 1606 but seems to suggest that children sang these lines are very similar ones to mock the rooster's crow and just so just so you know a murder pamphlet has been around since the mid 1400s nobody's reacting to the words murder pamphlet i thought that was uh no i see mutter mutter no it's murder pamphlet oh 
<laughs> See, I'm able to read past the misspellings. It's because you wrote it. <laughs> this was a pamphlet He's that a mutter. printed tales of shocking murders or true crime. It's me, mutter. Mutter pamphlets were hawked on street corners, taverns, coffee houses, newsstands, and bookshops. The pamphlet would claim to be true account of a murder consisting of a narrative, trial transcript, and or written confessions of the murderer before his or her execution. And I thought that was really interesting because true crime is so big now, but apparently true crime has been big forever. Well, I would think I so. It's like a network Netflix special over there with pamphlet That's actually when the first season of Law & Order came out. Dum-dum. <laughs> It was 1600s. Yeah. With the murder pamphlet. Well, if you notice, Netflix is either baking shows or murder shows, and there's nothing in between. Why can't we have yeah. both? Why can't we have a show where if somebody doesn't bake it correctly, they yeah, get murdered? Yeah, how to it's bake a murder. It's called Sweeney Todd. I think we should just combine both of them. Sweeney Todd Sweeney had the right Todd. Again. But then that was also a hairdresser show. So then you're, you're going into a whole different... Yeah. It was a barber. At like, MVP. Oh, didn't you know no? <laughs> what? All right, here's the original. Cock-a-doodle-doo, what is my dame to do? Till Masters found his fiddling stick. Hold on, I'm going to stop you. I don't think kids said these lines. <laughs> well, obviously they did. No. While I'm... playing with their fiddling stick. <laughs> She'll dance without her shoe. Cock-a-doodle-doo, my dame has found her shoe. That oh, was thank quick. You. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and Masters found his fiddling stick. <laughs> Sing cock a doodly doo. There's no doodly. <laughs> They're Ned Flanders. <laughs> all all nope. I know is try I, it again. I, Ugly, I found my we. I found my fiddling stick when I was ten. <laughs> cock a doodle doo. That long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he I forgot a, to look down. I was a slow learner. Still is. Cock a doodly doo. Cock a doodle doo. Cock a doodly doo. <laughs> Okay, I'm Ned Flanders. I don't care. My dame will dance with you while Master fiddles his fiddling stick and knows not what to do. Now the Google translated version. <laughs> Roosters, doodles, do they perform? What to do? Until the master found his violin, he will have to walk on foot to dance. Rooster, doodles, do they perform? <laughs> I thought this lady's shoe, a master of his violin, sing cock up a tall man. Rooster, <laughs> doodles, do they perform? I'm with you, my mistress. I'm a dance and a play while playing club champions because they do not know what they are doing. That's art right there. I think it sounds like the safety dance by Men Without Hats. All I know is I'm going to randomly walk down the streets now screaming, Rooster, doodles, do they perform? What to do? And now the Podcast 42 version for 2019 is actually the same as the original, just snicker every time you say cock like I did or <laughs> fiddlestick like I did. And then put diddly-doo. Diddly-doo. Make up your own words. I'm going to go home and play with my fiddly stick. <laughs> oh, good. Eeper weeper. Yeah, eeper weeper or Peter Peter pumpkin eater. Eepa. Can we do the Andrew Dice Clay versions after this? Sure. Oh, good. Eeper Weeper sounds like a Star Wars character. It is. They were in the cantina. From Batu. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's a new one. Shouldn't have watched that special before we came in here. All right. So I just the- wanted to see the new ride and we didn't even get there. <laughs> yeah, we nope. did. They showed like three seconds of it. No. Yeah. They showed the new ride, which they teased throughout the show of 
just tiny little segments and then he stuck it all together at the end of the show. They showed it. I didn't think we were at the end. It hadn't been two hours. It was almost two hours, but they already showed the ride. There was nothing you didn't see in the rest of the episode already. Mm. All right. Let's do some notes on Peter, Peter, Pumpkin Eater. The original. Eeper, weeper. That's right. Eeper, weeper. (laughs) Eeper, weeper. (laughs) The original Peter Pumpkin Eater version from at least the first decade of the 20th century. It was a skipping song. (laughs) That's right. So you skipped it? Like you didn't want to listen to that one on yeah, your playlist? Yeah, it's on your iPod. On your playlist, you <laughs> it's on your iPod, you hit next. Next. Skip. I said iPod. Yep. <laughs> I said iPod. <laughs> and it was a good way to teach children how to hide bodies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goes back to the murder pamphlets. Comes in handy. All right. Ooh, there was an 1868 Scottish version. You better read it like a Scotsman. Oh, sure. That's Scottish colony. You're going to have to because it's hard to read. <laughs> oh, Peter, my neighbor had a wife and he could not fuck. He could not keep her. He pat her eye the wall. I let the can't even read that. I think it, it he means. He pat her eye the wall. He put her in the wall, I think is what it's supposed to be. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He put her in the wall, and then the mice the ate mice her. Ate, mice and ate let her the mice eat her. Uh, well, let's read the English version. <laughs> <laughs> Eeper weeper, chimney sweeper. Had a wife, but couldn't keep her. Had another, didn't love her. Up the chimney, he did shove her. Wow. Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right, now the modern version. Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater. Had a wife and couldn't keep her. He put her in a pumpkin shell. And there he kept her very well. The only one that doesn't imply that she got killed by either being shoved in a wall and eaten by mice or shoved up a chimney. That's why it's the modern version. Yeah. All right. And now the just as creepy Google translated version. Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater. She was a woman and they couldn't follow. Pumpkin put on his skin and it remains very low. That adds new meaning to think that Peter was actually a pumpkin. Well, yeah, he was, wasn't he? No, he just ate pumpkins. It's like bingo. Was it the dog or was it the farmer? Listen, you cannot say those things (laughs) when you roll your eyes at me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now the Podcast 42 version. Laura's favorite show. TV's snapped. (laughs) No, because it was the husband killing the wife. It's not the same. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Still a bunch of deaths. And mice eating bodies out of walls. It's the same thing. You're still trying to figure out this one, aren't you? <laughs> a little bit. I've never heard this one. I, yeah. I, I yeah. feel like most people have. So I, I've heard. I, I'm well. No, the version you paid, played for us. I haven't heard those words, but I've heard the melody. The melody. The melody. Yeah, I know it's not. I know the melody, but yeah. not the and like the uh huh. Like I know that. Like this. It's, it's, I did not pick the version. I asked Alexa to play a version. <laughs> Alexa picked that version. That's not the version I would have played. This this rhyme takes up three pages. It's oh, so it's, so the script is actually only there's more pages. lyrics to this than there are in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, but it's quick because <laughs> it's the same thing just repeated over and over again. So it's like a Ramon song, but the length of a Metallica song. Yeah, yes. pretty much. And you yeah. just you you can say it fast. 
You do the song Challenge accepted. (laughs) (laughs) But what is this? Uh Because nobody knows. It is Frog Went in a Courtin'. Frog Went a Courtin'. That's what Uh it is. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So the original version, uh, it was supposed to refer to Francois, Duke of Anjou's wooing of Elizabeth I of England. However... This was in 1579, and the original Scottish version was already published in 1548. How many people died in that one? Ah, 32. Um, According to Albert Jack in his book, Pop Goes the Weasel, the the secret meanings of nursery rhymes in 2008, in 1547, the Scottish queen consort, Mary of Guise, under attack from Henry VIII, sought to marry her daughter, Mary, Queen of Scots, Miss Mouse, to the three year old French prince Louis the Frog. So awkward. Mary wanted to marry her daughter Mary. Yeah. That's what I that's how I understood it. Mary. Yeah. But Mary yeah. Mary was Mary of Guise and the other one was Mary Queen of Scots. But she still wanted to marry her daughter. Mary. Mary wanted to marry Mary. Well no, to keep she her away from she Mary her daughter she, off. Yeah. To didn't want to marry her daughter Henry the Eighth. Henry the Eighth I am I am. Henry well he got eighth. married to the She wanted to go with Man in the Iron Mask, Louis. Mm. The frog. Louis was only three years old. That's really what you should be getting out of that. Not. Yeah, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) I totally missed that part. (laughs) Also, the second verse is same as the first. Yeah. (laughs) A little bit louder. A little bit worse. Uh, The song has been recorded by Elvis, as well as been featured in many TV shows and movies, including Full House, Reality Bites, Muppet Show, Futurama, and King of the Hill. Again, I still don't know it. So I don't know. I don't know. All right, so the original is Frog went a courtin' and he did ride, uh huh. Frog went a courtin' and he did ride, uh huh. Frog went a courtin' and he did ride with his sword and a pistol by his side, uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. He rode right up to Miss Mousie's door, uh huh. He rode right up to Miss Mousie's door, uh huh. He rode right up to Miss Mousie's door, gave three loud raps and a big, a very big roar, uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. He said Frogs this don't roar. I, well, this one does. He also carries it's a pistol a and a sword. Clearly, <laughs> so having a sword and a pistol. And he's I, Listen, I don't have a problem with the frog carrying the pistol or sword, but he's it's roaring. Like he's roaring. Why is the frog yeah. roaring? He always misses the most important parts. <laughs> Do I, though? I don't think so. I have a problem with a frog carrying a sword and a pistol because normally a frog would only carry one or the other. They would Thank never you. carry both. No, that's just... There's no room. No. Who brings a gun to a knife fight? <laughs> <laughs> brings a knife to a gunfight. He said, Miss Mouse, will you marry me? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Wait, he wants to marry a mouse? Yes. Yes, because he's the frog, <sighs> which is Prince Louie. Now I get how it was on The Muppet Show. <laughs> 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 he said, Miss Mouse, will you marry me? Uh-huh. uh-huh. He said, Miss Mouse, will you marry me? And oh, so happy we will be. Uh-huh. 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 Not with Uncle Rat's consent. Uh-huh. Not without Uncle Rat's consent. Uh-huh. Not without Uncle Rat's consent would I marry the president. Uh-huh. 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 So wait, is Frog the president now? What the hell? I don't know, but I hope on the Muppet show that Rizzo was the Uncle Rat. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam the Eagle was the president. Just cause. Oh, this is the glorious three-hour finale. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> With all other countries, but mostly America. Uncle Rat, he went downtown, uh-huh. Uncle Rat, he went downtown, uh-huh. Uncle Rat, he went downtown to buy his niece a wedding gown, uh-huh. 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 So apparently he consented. Apparently. 
Where shall the wedding super be, supper be? Uh-huh. <laughs> where is the super supper? No, where should the wedding super be? Golden Corral. <laughs> yeah, here you don't have to sit there. Where shall the wedding supper be? Uh-huh. Where shall the wedding supper be? Way down yonder in the hollow tree. Uh-huh. 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 The first to come in was a bumblebee, uh-huh. The first to come in was a bumblebee, uh-huh. The first to come in was a bumblebee with a big ba- base fiddle <laughs> odyssey, uh-huh. 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 Which is bigger than the bee, I'm sure. Yes. You know, bees don't even have knees. Uh-huh, it's the bee's But knees. it's the bee's knees. <laughs> but they don't even have knees. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Next to come in was a big black snake, uh-huh. Next to come in was a big black snake, uh-huh. Next to come in was a big black snake. He gobbled down the wedding cake, uh-huh. 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 That's why you don't invite snakes to your wedding. I was waiting for him to say he gobbled down the wedding guests, but it didn't say <laughs> yeah. that. Because it didn't rhyme with snake. <laughs> yeah. A uh, little uh-huh. bit of biscuit on the shelf, uh-huh. A <laughs> little bit of a biscuit on the shelf, uh-huh. A little bit of biscuit on the shelf. If you want any more, you can sing it yourself, uh-huh. 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 I don't get the ending. Um, It's a basically, it's a big F you, because I'm done singing the dance song. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what it is. That, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, you think you're done singing, but oh. we've got the Google Translate version. Google Translate. Uh, the frog went to court. He went shopping, didn't he? The frog went to court. He went shopping, didn't he? The frog went to court. Went upstairs. Next to it are swords and guns. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 He went to Miss Moosey's door, didn't he? He went to Miss Moosey's door, didn't he? He went to Miss Moosey's door. I resisted three loud. <laughs> Voices and a loud noise. Oh, this is how it's Canadian. <laughs> he said, Miss Mouse, are you willing to marry me? He said, Miss Mouse, are you willing to marry me? He said, Miss Mouse, are you willing to marry me? We're very happy. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> he resisted three loud noises and uh-huh. a loud noise. <laughs> Wouldn't that be four? No, it's three little noises and one loud. It's three and then one. (laughs) It's like a dot, 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 dash. (laughs) (laughs) Not without the consent of the uncle of war. (laughs) Not without the consent of the uncle of war. Not without the consent of the uncle of war. Do I want to marry the president? Uh, Ah, ha, 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 (laughs) ha. Uncle Rat, he went to town. He he. <laughs> so glad I didn't read this beforehand. Uncle Rat, he went to town. He he. Uncle's mouse goes to town. I want to buy a wedding dress for my niece. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Where's the wedding dinner? Ha. Huh? Where's the wedding dinner? Ha. Huh? Where's the wedding dinner? They're uh, they're on a hollow tree. Ha 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 ha. The first person to arrive is a drone. <laughs> ah. Wait, what was, what was the first one to arrive? The bumblebee. The, bumblebee. Okay. the first person to arrive is a drone. Ah. The first to arrive was a drone. Big knees. Ah, ah, ah. See, it really was the bee. <laughs> yes, yeah. The next is a big black snake. Ah. Uh, the next. So <laughs> it'd be like, ah. <laughs> next is a large black snake. He swallowed the wedding cake. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> There's a cookie on the shelf, isn't it? <laughs> There's a cookie on the shelf, isn't it? There are some cookies on the shelf. If you want more, you can sing yourself. Uh, uh, a. <laughs> <laughs> 
And of course, the podcast 42 version is a short version. Frog sent a dick pic. Did he? Uh huh. My spouse is on a Tinder already. Uh huh. They were marrying by a non-denominational denominational internet priest, and then they were divorced on day number three. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Aye. Aye. I feel like we could end right there and Ooh. call it a night. <laughs> All downhill from here. It's only because it's been seven and a half hours. It was a long setup, but it was worth the end. Aye. Aye. All right, guys. Humpty Dumpty. Everybody knows this one. Yeah, we're going to do the Humpty dance. (laughs) Do the dance. Do the Humpty Hump. The rhyme does not state that the subject is an egg, possibly because it may have been originally posed as a riddle. There are also various theories of an original Humpty Dumpty. One by Catherine L. Elwise Thomas in 1930 says that Humpty Dumpty was King Richard III of England, depicted as a humpback, hump, humpback. Back, and who was defeated at Bosworth Field in 1485. Punch magazine in 1842 suggested that the rhyme was a metaphor for the downfall of Cardinal Wolsey, just as Wolsey was not buried in his intended tomb, so Humpty Dumpty was not buried in his shell. Everybody knows that. Duh. Duh. Come on. Oh, you didn't know? Right. No, I really didn't. <laughs> Professor <laughs> David Dalby suggested in the Oxford... Master gave Professor Dalby a sock. <laughs> Dobby's free. In the Oxford Magazine in 1956, the Humpty Dumpty was a tortoise siege engine used unsuccessfully in 1643 during the English Civil War. In 1996, the website of the Colchester Tourist Board attributed the original of the rhyme to be a cannon. The cannon was called Humpty Dumpty was strategically placed on the wall around the city and shot from another cannon a shot from another cannon succeeded in damaging the wall beneath Humpty Dumpty which caused the cannon to tumble to the ground the royalist or all the king's men attempted to raise Humpty Dumpty onto another part of the wall but the cannon was so heavy that all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again Arthur author Albert Jack claimed in his 2008 book Pop Goes the Weasel the secret meanings of nursery rhymes that there were two other verses supporting this claim. I'm not going to lie. When you first said canon, I'm thinking, oh, they tacked the lyrics up around the wall so everybody can sing. <laughs> it's canon. We're doing a canon, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. All right. The earliest known version was published in Samuel Arnold's Juvenile Amusements in 1797 with the lyrics, Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Four score men and four score more could not make Humpty Dumpty where he was before. Why not? They just couldn't. Okay. Because once a cannon's gone out, they didn't try hard can't enough. Take okay, it guys? back in. Well, when she said that it was canon, <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind was... Oh, so this is now part of the story for That's sure. What I this is part too. of the That's what I thought. <laughs> this is this there's no changing this part. This is how it's going. Did I say canon wrong? Did I read that wrong? I don't no. know. That's yeah. just what I thought. I think oh, it's okay. pronounced the same way, isn't yeah. it? Canon and canon. Okay. Unless you're Canadian. And then how do you say it? Canon A. C A D A. You didn't even spell it right. <laughs> you didn't even Cadena. <laughs> <laughs> That's how a dyslexic Canadian spells it. 
No, they spell it A C. I can't even do it. A N A D A C. You don't know. Dyslexia may be different in different countries. <laughs> this whole conversation is dyslexic. Uh, it's all a little backwards. In 1842, James Orchard Hollowell published... That's Jerry Hollowell's father. (laughs) The singer? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow, he's he's really old. He's immortal. I thought it was the Hollowell sisters. He's a Highlander. (laughs) There can only be one. Anyways, his version is Humpty Dumpty lay in a back with all his... Sinews. Sinews around his neck. 40 doctors and 40 rights couldn't put Humpty Dumpty to rights. I'm a loser, baby. <laughs> I'm so glad oh, you went you there because that's all I was thinking. <laughs> the modern day version of this nursery rhyme has two known, turntables and a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, is known throughout the UK since at least the mid 20th century is as follows. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. Our Google translated version reads, Humpty Dumpty sits on the wall. A Humpty Dumpty fell significantly. (laughs) (laughs) The words of all kings, all the kings, you cannot reconnect to Humpty. (laughs) (laughs) The Wi-Fi password does not work. You You need to read that as... The words of all kings. All the kings! Um, you told us not to do that. Oh, why? You, you didn't put it. it in all caps? Yeah. yeah no, okay. You didn't put it in all caps. If you had, I would have told totally us not to it. yell because it's was, not fun to yeah. edit. I wanted to be dramatic. So I see. The Podcast 42 version is as follows. Humpty Dumpty wrote on a wall his political views of it all. A lot of people got mad. He just wanted to clear the airs. Now he needs thoughts and prayers. That was a Facebook wall, right? Yeah, oh, you got it. There you go. Yes. Oh, Oh, you connected it. It's like a riddle that you just solved. I couldn't. I couldn't put Humpty together again. So (laughs) I I cannot reconnect to Humpty. Cannot reconnect to Humpty. No matter what, all I can say. It's like a free Wi-Fi that you can't reconnect to. Sometimes. (laughs) Next one is I'm a little teapot, which everybody in this room knows except for Sabrina. I know this one. Oh, okay. Uh, some notes on it. <laughs> Clarence sure Kelly and his wife. <laughs> what? What's going on? You owe money. No. No. Yes, you do. I Your don't. Your phone's vibrated loudly. <laughs> That's where I picked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Clarence Kelly and his wife ran a dance school for children, which taught the waltz clog. It was supposed to be a popular and easy to learn tap dance routine however it must not have been too easy because the younger students could not do it to solve this problem george sanders wrote the teapot song which required minimal skill and encouraged natural pantomime both the song and its accompanying dance the teapot tip which (laughs) jail does after every halloween horror night became enormously popular when i'm a little teapot was recorded by art kessel orchestra with featured vocalist marion holmes singing the tune I'm going to act this out as well as sing it. Oh, perfect. I can't wait. (laughs) I'm not because it's a podcast. It's audio. The original version is, I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle. Here is my spout. When I get all steamed up, hear me shout. Tip me over and pour me out. I'm a very special teapot. Yes, it's true. Here's an example of what I can do. I can turn my handle into a spout. Tip me over and pour me out. You know, that second verse is really just... Same as the first? Yeah, it's, you didn't really need that. 
I'm we got it the first What are you going to do with the damn teapot? You could plant a flower in it. That's true. You could plant a flower. You could hear me shout. I'm not a big tea drinker, so I probably wouldn't make tea in it. The Google translated version. I'm a small kettle, short and robust. Here's my grip. Here's gripe. my highlight. Gripe. Here's my gripe. Here's my highlight. If I take scream, turn it over. <laughs> I'm a very special kettle. Yes, that's right. Here's an example of what I can do. Mango can be obtained. Turn it over. Oh, thank goodness mango can be obtained. You know, that's very true oh. in life. You can learn something that no matter what you're going through, whether it's a hard, whether you're down on your luck, whether you're living on the street, mango can be obtained. I'm not a toddler anymore, so I don't live on the streets. And I don't <laughs> Mine like still does, and she obtains <laughs> mango. I don't like mangoes. I like mango. I love mango. <laughs> mango? Mango like candy. <laughs> And the podcast 42 version, <laughs> I'm a little teapot, short and stout, but that's okay. Teapots come in all shapes and sizes. Everyone is beautiful on the inside, except R. Kelly. Fair. That was kind of like your remix. <laughs> My remix? Dumpta, dumpta. <laughs> hey, even if the joke falls flat, mango can be obtained. Uh, you know who else falls flat? Fell flat? <laughs> I did. Humpty I got dumpty. the remix to mango. Hot and fresh out the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry your joke was trapped in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't oh. matter. I only need one person to get my jokes. So we're friends occasionally. Yeah, so this next one you. that Jail's going to read, everybody in the room knows it except for Sabrina. True. What? Just kidding. I okay. know this one. <laughs> All right. That reaction, priceless. <laughs> hey, diddle, diddle. Oh. Did you know that there are numerous theories about the origin of the rhyme, including James Orchard Hallowell, Jerry's father, <laughs> suggestion that it was a corruption of ancient Greek formed from a hoax. <laughs> <laughs> why is it pluralized? I don't know. Because there's multiple ones. I know. That's why it's, it's like, diddle, diddle, and not yeah. just hey, diddle. Formed from a hoax. <laughs> I think it's supposed to say Horcrux. <laughs> That's right, because Voldemort split part of itself That's into it. Right. If you find all seven, teapot. you get the nursery rhyme. That's right. <laughs> yep. Or it might be connected to Hathor worship and refers to constellations. Or it might be from be. Wait, I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> or it might be the flight from Egypt as described in the Gospel of Matthew. Or it might refer to the game of trap ball, which is a simplified version of baseball. <laughs> Glad we went from what is a simplified <laughs> version of flight baseball? of Egypt to trap ball. I believe trap ball, you just hit it, and then whoever catches it, you're out. That's it. Oh, so it's and if baseball. you don't catch it, then you you're not out. Oh, okay. I don't think there's any running of bases. I'm not sure. Somebody can look it up. Most scholars consider these to be unproven and say that the verse is probably meant to be simply nonsense. <laughs> Laura, can you look that up on your turn? <laughs> oh yeah, I'll wait. Okay. okay. So. Let's hear the original. Hey, diddle diddle, the cat and the fiddle. The cow jumped over the moon. The little dog laughed to see such sport. And the dish ran away with the spoon. That's why we have no spoons ever at work. <laughs> and <true>. dishes. <laughs> and dishes. Because they run away together. Yes. Yep. Nobody likes the fork or the knife. I've heard lots of bitches laughing, so that makes sense. Just saying. You can edit that out. What? <laughs> I didn't understand it. Because the dogs were laughing. Oh. I said, I've heard lots of bitches laughing. Oh, I get yeah. it. Mango can be obtained. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like mango. 
Oh, my favorite version. The Google translated version. The arch goddess. Cat and hair. The cow went over the moon. Little dog mustache. Watch for her game. And it was done with a little spoon. Oh my. Everybody needs a little spoon now and then. What if you like to be the big spoon? Uh, every night. It, you know, it's nice to switch it up every now and then. Even <laughs> if you like to be the big spoon. That's fine. Let's do the Podcast 42 version. Hey, diddle diddle. Fiddle faddle fiddle. Hunky chunky middle. I've got the rhymes that pay the crimes. Yo, boy! <laughs> I'm glad you that did was that really good. <laughs> oh my goodness! Now I have I have little Bo Peep. Do you know this one? You give her all the long ones, Chris. You know <laughs> I know who little Bo Peep is. That's Woody's girl. Yeah, yeah, Bo Peep. Woody she Harrelson. Would... Yes, after he. Passes the duchy <laughs> on the left, on the left side. hand side. She um, knows that, but you don't know Frogwin a courting. <laughs> I know it now. Pass the duchy. On I heard the it was. My, uh, I heard it my was a family B-side was on very twenty one twelve album. <laughs> my family was very progressive. Okay. We don't listen to <gasps> like Rush. Yeah, <laughs> uh, little Bo Peep. Uh, the earliest record of the rhyme is a manuscript of around 18, 1805, which contains only the first verse. Uh, there are references to a children's game called Bo Peep from the 16th century, including one in Shakespeare's King Lear, for which Bo Peep is thought to refer to the children's game of Peekaboo. Peekaboo. Bo Peep. <laughs> Bo Peep. Bo Peep. <laughs> this would be really creepy. Bo Peep. Bo Peep. I'm going to do that to somebody Could you imagine, now. Like, somebody I'm going to walk up to some random kid who's trying to play Peekaboo, and I'm going to be like, Bo Peep. Bo Peep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Peekaboo Streak would be named Bo Peep Streak. Bo Peep. Yeah, Bo Peep. Uh, the additional verses are first recorded in 1810. I didn't know there were more than one verse in all fairness, so there we go. There you go. Uh, the phrase to play Bo Peep was from the 14th century to refer to the punishment of being stood in a pillory. Well, um, there we go. <laughs> uh, the original. Little Bo Peep has lost her sheep and doesn't know where to find them. Leave them alone and they'll come home, wagging their tails behind them. Little Bo Peep fell fast asleep and dreamt she heard them bleeding. But when she awoke, she found it a joke, for they were still a fleeting. Why? What? Then- they're bleeding everywhere. <laughs> bleeding. Oh, bleeding. Yeah. Okay, I got... Uh, bah. Sorry. Bah. I got scared. Bah. I have a friend who, who speaks goat, and she bleats all the time. I know. <laughs> it is actual true story, but I'm not going to say who it is. <laughs> they know. Jessica. You weren't supposed to say that. <laughs> there are people in this room that know her, and I don't think she wants that to get out. They don't know which Jessica. They do. Now. <laughs> I do now. <laughs> We're going to talk after the show. Now. No, no, you're not. Some secrets have to die amongst friends. And the internet. Well, that's okay because she doesn't listen to the show. Okay. So. Good. She's a good friend. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Only strangers listen to this show. Right. None of my friends do. <laughs> I think they're trying Probably to tell you the something. <laughs> then up she took her little crook, determined for to find them. She found them indeed, but it made her heart bleed, for they'd left their tails behind them. It happened one day as Bo Peep did stray into a meadow hard by. There she espied their tails side by side, all hung on a tree to dry. She heaved a sigh and wiped her eye, and over the hillocks went rambling. And tried what she could, as sh- as a shepherdess should, to tack each again to its slamkin. 
Somebody cut their tails off and it hung has. them up on a tree? That's why only the first verse is yeah. ever repeated. Yeah. Wow. So they just turn into Eeyore. Oh. Thanks for noticing me. <laughs> a Google translated version. The bow himself has bent his flock. I don't know where it is. He can't he has come into the house. Move behind them now. A small arch is small, and he dreamed of hearing his attack. But when he awakes up, he finds him a joke because it always happens. After that, you take a little drink, willingness to find it. He really does get it, but makes his heart pure because I left the carpet. One day, Bo Peep went missing, earlier but later. Then he, <laughs> then he looked around. It's all hanging from the tree. She sighs and wipes her eyes. He collected garbage, and he tried to do what the pastor would do, throwing each lamb again. Well, that one's fierce. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, that uh, was like celebrity deathmatch. <laughs> I like how Google Translate decided that we needed two people in this instead of just little Bo Peep. Yeah. This would be better with another person. <laughs> Earlier but later. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast 42 version. Little Bo Peep has lost her sheep and doesn't know where to find them. Then she remembered she had them chipped and used Google Apps to find them. Short and sweet. She got them before they lost their tails. (laughs) What a dark turn that one took. (laughs) Little Miss Muffet. The rhyme first appeared in print in 1805 in a book titled Songs of the Nursery. Like many such rhymes, its origins are unclear. Some claim it was written by Dr. Thomas Muffet in the 1500s, an English physician and entomologist about his stepdaughter, Patience. Oh, he's a doctor with Patience. Oh my God, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Canada. My, <laughs> I love my jokes, I'm so funny. <laughs> You're a mom, you cannot tell dad jokes. <laughs> oh, but I do all the time. You're not the only one who gets to have all the fun. Others claim it refers to Mary, Queen of Scots. There she is again. Everybody's obsessed with her. <laughs> Who was said to have been frightened by religious reformer John Knox. I heard she had a burn book. <laughs> Little known fact. <laughs> Mary, Queen of Scots, was actually the Queen of Ireland. Yeah, that was her daughter's name. <laughs> Ireland? Yeah. Mary, Queen of Ireland. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't flow as well as Mary, Queen of Scots. Well, the original is Little Miss Muffet sat on her sat on a tuffet, eating her curds away. Along came a spider who sat down beside her and frightened Miss Muffet away. I just want to say anyone writing a book report, the Mary Queen of Scots thing that I said was not true. (laughs) Yes, because everybody knows people writing any kind of reports gets their information from Podcast 42. Yes, they do, actually. That's That's why why we had to put the disclaimer on the If you write a report about Canada, just remember. (laughs) C-A-N-A-D-A. Yes, it's how they. It's fact. But don't write down. Hey, listen. You know what? You don't know. I could be right because no one was in the room when it happened. Because if you don't know, now Now you you know. know. Anyway, so the Google translated version is Little Miss Muffet sit on the elevator, feeding his cattle and whey. A spider who is sitting next to her. No, a spider came who is sitting next to her. Insult Miss Muffet and leave. That's happened to me many times. Those insulting spiders? Yeah. <clears throat> you showed up and came? Do what? <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> you showed up and came. That's what it said. 
I shut up and came? No, you showed up and came. I showed up and came? Mm-hmm. Where does it say that? On the thing. The I'm spider so came. <laughs> he did. Okay. It says a spider came who is sitting near to her. Next to her. Next to her. Okay. All I right. just go, my head is going in places it shouldn't. Oh, no, it's meant to be that dirty. Okay. <laughs> That's, I got confused. I'm like, what? I'm just saying what the thing said, Chris. <laughs> the spider came. Okay, we got it. The spider came. <laughs> it's a lot of web. That's usually where you find it is on the web. The Podcast 42 version goes, Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet. Eating her curds away and way. Along came a spider. Smash it! Kill it! Where's the raid? Evil! Evil! Kill it before it eats your head off! That was really good. <laughs> I can't wait to hear Chris read about Nat King Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you miss the part where you just say burn it down. <laughs> burn Leave down your she shed. the house. Burn the she shed. All right. Next up is old Nat King Cole. Chris just did not want me to go down the she shed conversation. No, I'm over the she shed. There needs to be a sequel to the she shed. That's all I got to say. It's by the she shore. Because we're, we play the she shed commercial all the time, but there's never been a follow up. So we don't know exactly. She's getting a she shed. Did she get a new she shed? Is it a better she shed? Jacob Shane's arm says she gets a she shed. Yeah, but did she have to go through a bunch of drama to get it? She shed burned down. Who cares? Did you see the fireman? (laughs) No. They then burned down her she shed. So apparently she was having, I think what happened. Cheryl, can we quit saying she shed? (laughs) I think her neighbors were jealous of her she shed. And they what does she down. do in the she shed? What whatever she, she damn feels like. Yeah. What do guys do in man caves? Whatever they want. So she does whatever she wants in her she shed. We play video games and scratch ourselves. Okay, so maybe she plays video games and scratches herself. I do herself. half of that here. We know. We've been meaning <laughs> to right. talk to you about and that. And there's no video games I'm in the I'll damn stop room. Playing video games. <laughs> I was gonna ask. Nice you know, it's very distracting when you play your video games during the show. You should really stop. Well, we did one video game episode. He thinks that is what we do. All right. I still can't believe somebody thought that was a good idea. I think, well, I'm not going to say who thought it was a good idea. We were drunk. (laughs) How did I miss that episode? It's a six. I'm drunk. You don't listen to the show. (laughs) You don't even listen to the shows that you're on. Nicole, go left. (laughs) It would have been better as like a Twitch stream instead of a... All right, this is Old King Cole. Some notes. There's much speculation about the identity of King Cole, but it's unlikely that he can be identified reliably given the age of the rhyme. One theory is that the name of the legendary Welsh king, Cole Hen, can be translated Old King Cole. This sometimes leads to speculation that he, or some other Cole in Roman Britain, is the model for Old King Cole of the nursery rhyme. Am I keeping you up with my facts? (laughs) This Laura yawns. <laughs> However, there's no official connection <laughs> between the 4th century figure and the 18th century nursery rhyme. There's a lot of words. Right, you <laughs> napped all day. How are you tired? I did not nap all day. I woke up Wait, at 11. She's just bored by the topic. Did you say I did not nap all day? <laughs> I don't know what I said. I don't know. You guys are fun. In the 19th century, it was suggested that old King Cole was really old Cole. I'm trying to keep you awake, Laura. (laughs) Alias Thomas Cole Brock, a 12th century reading cloth merchant whose story was translated by Thomas Deloney 
in his pleasant history of Thomas of Reading in 1598. There will be a quiz on this later, young lady. Stop looking at me like that. The name Old Cole had some special meaning in Elizabethan theater. <laughs> but it's unclear what it was. Wait, what kind of theater was that? What kind of theater was Elizabethan that? Elizabethan theater. Elizabethan theater. Elizabethan theater. Or Elizabethan? You do know what it sounds like you say it, right? What does it sound like I'm saying? A lesbian. A lesbian theater. These nursery rhymes used to be performed in lesbian theaters across the country. In 1598, nonetheless. 1598. It was the follow-up to the vagina monologues. Yes. The original version. What? I had a starring role in that. In the vagina monologues? Yeah. There's no dick in there. As what? The clit. You couldn't find me in it. Everybody on stage knew where you were. That's a dirty dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> the original version as performed in lesbian theaters. Were you on the G-spot? Old King Cole was a merry old soul, and a merry old soul was he. He called for his pipe, and he called for his bowl, and he called for his fiddlers three. Each fiddler, he had a fiddle. Which is good, since he was a fiddler. <laughs> that would be weird if he didn't. And a very fine fiddle had he. hey <laughs> Oh, there's none so rare as can compare with King Cole and his fiddlers three. Now I can throw the page on the ground. <laughs> yes. I prematurely threw it. I'm not going there. Not. <laughs> no, don't go there. I'm not going there. <laughs> And then the spider came. Sit my, <laughs> sit, my, <laughs> sit here and sip my tea. Yeah. Oh. I'm a little everybody. teapot. <laughs> now the Google translated version. The former King Cole was a happy and outdated ghost. <laughs> he was an old soul. <laughs> <laughs> she asked for her neck, her cups. He asked three men. <laughs> All players were violins. They were? He had an excellent violin. Nothing is weird to compare. <laughs> King Cole and his three enemies. How did they turn into enemies? I don't know. <laughs> but he was an outdated ghost, so that happens. When you're an outdated ghost, you get enemies. The Podcast 42 version, Old King Cole was a merry old soul, and a merry old soul was he. He called for his weed, and he called for his bong, and he called for his Netflix, Netflix for free. He binged all day, and he binged all night until he ran out of Friends episodes, Oh Despair. At least Stranger Things will always be there. Will it? Season four just announced. Yes. Mm. Bring me my bong. Bring me my weed. <laughs> Bring me my enemies. There, it's all at Halloween Horror Nights. Mango for everybody. <laughs> you know who's going to bring that weed? The spider, because he came. Old Mother Hubbard. <laughs> <laughs> she probably she, would. That's, that's, why, that's why Hubbard's empty. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give away the rhyme. Spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Sweetie. Listen, is it really a spoiler? When I the know first, this one. When the first published version was The Comic Adventures of Old Mother Hubbard and Her Dog by Sarah Catherine Martin in 1804. Yeah, I haven't gotten to it yet. <laughs> yeah. It's on your backlist to read. <laughs> <laughs> the book was immediately popular, possibly in part because it was believed to be a political commentary, but it is not clear exactly what. <laughs> it has been suggested that the character of Mother Hubbard, 
may have its origins in St. Hubbert, the patron saint of dogs. Oof. It has also been suggested that the rhyme refers to Cardinal Thomas Wolsey refusing Henry VIII's divorce from Queen Catherine of Aragon. Queen Mary of Scots. Yes, because she was married to Aragorn, but the <laughs> connection has not been proven. A similar rhyme, Old Dame Trot, was published in 1803 by T. Evans, one year before Old Mother Hubbard. What does Old Dame Trot you. go like? <laughs> <laughs> you did this on purpose. <laughs> old Dame Trot went like this. Old Dame Trot, some cold fish had got, which for pussy she kept in store. When she looked, there was none. The cold fish had gone, for puss had been there before. <laughs> yeah, it had. <laughs> what are you saying about her cat and cold fish? Oh, it's a mooch. Always oh, jacking the fish. <laughs> the original version of Old Mother Hubbard. Old Mother Hubbard went to the cupboard to give the poor dog a bone. Yeah. But when she got there, the cupboard was bare. And so the poor dog had none. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I should never read ahead. Nope, 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 nope. The Google translated version goes, The old grandmother, I can come and bad dog body... <laughs> But when it came, new chest, and the dog wasn't poor either. Well, at least the dog wasn't poor. Nope. The dog was not poor in that one. No. You know, when I was younger, I was pretty fit, but now I have a bad dog body. (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, let's have the podcast 42 version. Does it have nude chest? (laughs) Probably. Might. Chris wrote it. (laughs) No, we don't have nude chest chest just because I wrote it. If I wrote it, it would (laughs) have. We know. Yep. That's why I'm not allowed to write. True. Old Mother Hubbard cashed in her welfare and bought some canned food. When she got home, she realized alone that the cans she bought were all dog food. So she made a casserole with it. <laughs> What's for dinner? Dog food casserole. <laughs> oh, I've got Racket by Baby. Do you know this one? I think I might. I fell asleep listening to it one time. I don't know if I've heard the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. There's more than three lines? Damn it. All right. So Racket by Baby. Various theories exist to explain the origins of the rhyme. One theory suggests that the rhyme narrates a mother gently rocking her baby to sleep as if the baby were riding the treetops during a breeze. Then, when the mother lowers the baby to her crib, the song says, Down will come baby. Another says the rhyme was the first English poem written on American soil, suggesting it dates from the 17th century and that it may have been written about the way Native American women rocked their babies in birch bark cradles, which were suspended from the branches of trees, follow, allowing the wind to rock the baby to sleep. Genius. That's what that is. Genius. You gotta, you gotta, it's what you got to work with. That's... <laughs> Look, Ma, no hands. Uh, Local legend in Derbyshire, England, says that the song relates to Betty Kenny in the late 18th century, who lived with her husband, Luke, and their eight children in a huge yew tree in Shining Cliff Woods, where a hollowed-out bough served as a cradle. Trees don't have religion. No, they (laughs) lost their religion. I'm losing my religion because I'm standing in the corner. In the spotlight? (laughs) Oh, that says you. You. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Not pew tree. 
Yet another theory has it that the lyrics refer to events immediately preceding the Glorious Revolution. I love the Glorious Revolution. It's so much better than the regular revolution. Yes. Yep, it was glorious <laughs> until victorious. This is glorious. Now, the baby is supposed to be the son of James the Seventh and Second. <laughs> That's what it said. I, I couldn't figure it out. I was going to edit it to just one of them. But Thank I, you, Wikipedia. I, I didn't know what was happening. So did James the Seventh marry James the Second? I, I have no idea. Thus know. referred to as James the Ninth. That's Wikipedia for you. Who was widely believed to be someone else's child smuggled into the birthing room in order that's why he's two well, in order no. to provide a Roman Catholic heir for James that's but why you know, they had to smuggle the child in because it's two guys yeah. right yeah. it wasn't acceptable then for two men to adopt well they couldn't so. have a baby anyway because it's two guys well they had to smuggle in the baby yeah, because it wasn't legal James II pretended to have a baby somebody smuggled it in and shot it out between his legs yeah but <laughs> it wasn't until James the Seventh finally had the baby that it yeah. was okay <laughs> <laughs> The wind may be that Protestant wind force blowing from the Netherlands, bringing James's nephew and son-in-law, William of Orange, who would even... <laughs> it's pronounced orange. It's pronounced tiny orange. <laughs> William of Orange, who would eventually depose King James II in the revolution. But what happened to James VII? We don't The cradle is the royal house of Stuart. 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 What are you doing I came to see the tiny orange of Will I Am. Yet another theory is that the song is based around a 17th century ritual that took place after a newborn baby had died. The mother had would hang the child from a basket on a branch in a tree and waited to see if it would come back to life. The line, when the bow breaks, the baby will fall, would suggest that the baby was dead weight, so heavy enough to break the branch. We still do that today. <laughs> I feel it would weigh the same as a live baby, so I feel it may be a little off. Would it, though? They don't get heavier because they're dead. They weigh the same. What about rigor mortis and all that? Doesn't make it heavier? I don't know who that is. <laughs> He's the lead singer of Dead Kennedys. Kennedy's. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, he pushes down on it pretty good. Uh, original version. Rock a bye baby on the treetop. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. When the bell breaks, the cradle will fall. And down will come baby cradle and all. Because your baby's dead. Womp <laughs> womp. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Uh, there is an alternate version. Rock a bye baby, the cradle, thy cradle is green. Father's a nobleman, mother's a queen. And Aggie's a lady and wears a gold ring. And Johnny's a drummer and drums for the king. I don't think the baby's going to understand all the hierarchy going on. <laughs> I don't think I understand all the hierarchy going on. I feel on. like the drummer is the king right now. <laughs> Probably. All I know is that they were um, environmentalists because the cradle is green. And your baby's dead. <laughs> that just the, means they recycle the cradle each time. They probably oh. recycle the baby. Oh. oh, you can edit that out. <laughs> the full version. I know. <laughs> the full version's lyrics are: "Rock a bye, baby, on the treetop. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. If the bell breaks, the cradle will fall. Mother will catch you, cradle and all. Baby is drowsing, cozy and fair. Mother sits near in her rocking chair. Forward and back, the cradle she swings. Though baby sleeps, he hears what she sings. Rock a bye, baby, do not you fear. Never mind, baby, mother is near. We little fingers, eyes are shut tight. Now sound asleep until morning light. 
This one sounds so much nicer. Right? Than the dead baby? <laughs> yeah. Like yes. Just a little yeah. bit. Love it. Uh, Google translated version. I can't wait for this. Uh, have fun with your child because if the wind needs it, the crust is a rock. <laughs> when the baby is fast, the ship sailed. The boy came down. Everything and everything. <laughs> it's like Google got tired. It's like, ah, everything and everything. It's a little lazy. <laughs> Everything and everything. I don't want to finish this. <laughs> yeah, everything, yeah, everything and everything. You read it three times, so <laughs> everything, everything, everything and everything. And of course, the podcast forty-two version. Rock by baby and safety harness. Nothing will touch you ever. Safety helmet, bubble wrap suit, armor bunkers, still diapers. No one will ever touch you or even see you. Don't ever look at her with your germy eyes. No one messes with my baby. Low alone, put her in a tree. Nobody puts a baby in a tree. Don't come near me unless you have vaccines. No. <laughs> I think the one who wrote that would be if you don't have vaccines and you can come near her. Yes. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But it says no germs, so. It could germy be. eyes. Oh, germy eyes. She's got don't germy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say she has Ron Jeremy eyes? She's got <laughs> Ron Jeremy eyes. Mango for everybody. And the spider came. All right, well, let's revisit this beer. Perfect. Oh, thank goodness I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I blacked out there. What I miss? <laughs> Did we do the show? Where's the nursery yeah. rhymes? Don't worry. You, you didn't miss much. No. Okay. We said our names. Hi. Yeah, I know. Bye. Bye. I'm yeah. here. I'm here. Did you know that the show took so long we watched the first Hobbit movie? Oh. It actually, oh, where have after I been? edits, this show's only going to be like 30 minutes. <laughs> All right, Jay, what's this beer? It's Moosehead Canadian Lager, eh? Hey, do you guys know how Canada came up with their name? I give the label a one. What do you well, give that joke? Moose. I give the joke. I gave the joke a five the first time I heard it, and it successfully goes down a notch every time. So now we're at negative sixteen thousand. Every night before bed, she tells the joke. Every night. See? Every morning when she wakes up, she's like. I got a new joke. <laughs> I'm like, no, you're like 51st dates. You don't have a new joke. It's the same joke. You just told that joke like six hours ago. <laughs> no, I didn't. Annie. All right, Sabrina, what do you think of the beer? <laughs> like 51st date. <laughs> like 51st jokes. Um, it's an okay beer. <gasps> it's okay. <gasps> I mean, I'd, pr- I'd I'd give it a three. I wouldn't like. I mean, it's only six bucks <laughs> for four to of tell them. How much I pay for the beer? You would buy it, Christian. I bought it. It's my beer cooler. Yeah, it's his beer cooler. Oh, that's right. The illusion yeah. is. Oh, JL yeah. bought it. Okay, well, JL bought it with Christmas money. Wall, but that's okay. Thanks a lot, Deadpool. <laughs> a spider came. Um, no, nah, it's an all right beer. I mean, it's worth six bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give it a, a three. Minute. You sure? How are we supposed to rate them? Oh, it's a one through six, eh? Because six is what you normally get in a no, six no, no. pack. No, no, you gotta say it like for us. 
He's Canadian, so it should be said oh, like Faraz. <laughs> He's the only Canadian that doesn't sound like a Canadian. That's true. It's true. He sounds like Hale. Like what? Hale. From the movie? Yeah. Okay. So it's a one through six, because six come in a six pack, and then we rate them about how many we would drink, but it doesn't necessarily have to be in one sitting. <laughs> <laughs> And I think Even though a five st- point system makes more sense. And a five point system makes more sense, but we're not about making sense here on the show. Ever. We're about having beers and rating them. And then the labeling doesn't even make sense. Like, is it how many you can see at one time? <laughs> that Fill your eyes with double vision. Is that how this is done? All right, I'll go next. <laughs> it's very harmless. And it also has very little taste. Mm-hmm. So... You could probably drink six very easily, but I'm going to give it a two, mostly because it's union made. And that's probably (laughs) why it doesn't have any taste, because no matter what they do on the line, they're not going to get fired. (laughs) But they're also fiercely independent. Oh, they're fiercely independent? Yeah, because it's a product of Canada. See, Frank is supposed to add the flavor to it, but he doesn't care, (laughs) because he's making... $15 $15 an hour. He, he was gonna he's add not going to lose his job. He was going to add to Flavor A, but the Maple Leafs game was on, so he just <laughs> left it the way it was. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, that's what it was a boot. Yeah. It says it's union made on the... Unions are fine. If you're a union, I'm just having fun with you. I don't care if you're in a union. But it's probably why the spirit doesn't have any taste. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a moose union made. Now, now the moose are going to come and get you. Oh, yeah. This I don't want to be around for that, eh? How many people can I offend? <laughs> <laughs> well, now we just aff- offended all the muses. All the muses? <laughs> all the muses. I love that band. <laughs> <laughs> the dead muses? I couldn't name a single song by muse. All right, Laura. Well, it's better than last week's beer. <gasps> yeah, that was just, What was last week's beer? It was some IP, a, P, a, P, a, it wasn't, a, it wasn't an APA. IPA. No, it's APA. an APA. Oh, that was okay. The Reef Donkey. Yeah. yeah. No. It's... That was good. Did JL and I finish your beer? Yeah, that was fine. You guys. We were okay with that too. Yeah, I'm glad everybody was happy with that outcome. Um, I mean, yeah, there isn't much flavor to it whatsoever. Needs more pineapple? There's no pineapple in it. <laughs> Canadian pizza. That's Hawaiian. That's <laughs> Hawaiian. But I think that was actually it made. It goes with Canadian bacon. <laughs> I think that was actually made in Canada was the Hawaiian oh. pizza, if I remember right. Which is if one of the weirdest Sprite? things. Huh? What? <laughs> I remember Sprite. Right now? I don't know. Why are we putting pineapple in it? I don't know, but how did this get so derailed? <laughs> <laughs> Jail. Squirrel. <laughs> So what's your what's your thoughts? Uh, I could I could probably like you said it's easy to drink so you could easily drink six of them but I don't think I would want to um, so I'm gonna give it a three. What's your thoughts on unions? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. After all that, you went middle of the road. Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, unions? No, I don't want your thoughts. On <laughs> I'm sure somebody's really super angry now. No, it was just a joke. So we, so we shouldn't get my opinion yeah. out there. Is Go Michigan. Saying. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Says <laughs> so the guy from Ohio. <laughs> I don't think that's right. Your brother's going to hear this and he, you're going to get your Ohio card taken away. Well, it was another dig at the unions. Cause I get it. The unions destroyed Michigan. Anyway, yeah. Jay, beer master, what's, what's your thoughts? I'm going to say, you know what? I think this beer could be my buddy. 
and I could be its guy. Eh? <laughs> you be my but buddy. I, I'm not I'll your be a guy. buddy guy. I'm not your buddy guy. But I like it. It's good. Good flavor. Very smooth. No lingering aftertaste. Probably could use a little more flavor to it, like we said. But overall, I find it to be very smooth. Great drinkability. I would give it a four. Really? I thought you would hate this. No, I like it. Because there's no flavor. There is a flavor to it. There is. But... You get a little pop on the tongue and everything yeah. like that, especially at the end. There's a little bite. <laughs> like, I think Bud Light yeah, might have lot. more flavor than no. that. No. 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 Bud Light's worse than this. But like I said, you could easily sit down and drink six because it doesn't have that strong. Right. It's very yeah. smooth. Great drinkability. Yeah. Okay. If you say so. The cans mm-hmm. are tall. It's got that it's going a pint. for it. It's a pint. It comes in a four pack. It's for six dollars. For six dollars. Two dollars a beer. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's a six. I'm drunk. Dollar seventy five a beer. Uh, well, the, I was counting. I was calculating tax. I don't know. Hey guys, Chris can yeah. laugh. <laughs> no, I was close. Dollar fifty a beer. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. was off. I can't math either. Well, then there's tax, and then they always want you to donate to charity. So it's six. It's yeah, did you dollar, two dollars a beer? Did you donate your dollar to the starving children? I don't know who. No, the toddlers. They're out it. on the street getting <laughs> wool. Yeah, did and you donate to the starving woolite toddlers? <laughs> woolite. Every store now wants me to donate to something. And I'm like, I barely have enough money to buy this $2 a can beer, which I is really $1.50. Once asked a store to donate to me. <laughs> Did they do it? No. Was it, here's a free cheese log. And you're like, well, I can't eat that. I can't eat that. It was that. the GoFundMe for Humpty Dumpty's medical was, bills. And then right. they said, here's some free Wheaties. And you said, I can't eat that. I know. And they said, get out. Here's get a mango. Because mango's a mango. for everybody. It's true. Mangles are for everybody. There are people with mango allergies. And there are those who <laughs> just don't like mangoes. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Laura. <laughs> You're I'm just letting you know that not everybody but can have mango. Everybody loves mango. Yes, they do. Mango like candy. <laughs> mango like Sheriff Bart. All right. Well, on that oh, note, mango. let's wrap this up. <laughs> I'm Christopher DeVos. I'm Sabrina Pierre. JL Trose. I'm Laura. Bye. Catch you on the flippity flop. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> Sabrina, you need a going out thing. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody loves mango except those allergic to it. <laughs> and the spider came. <laughs> <laughs>
This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. was a secret agent and an egg. Betrayed and left for dead by the CIA. being the victim of a horrible experiment. I have implanted the secret to nuclear weapons inside your shell. You monster! Now, the king of the third world nation of Tunistan will stop at nothing to capture him. Find me that egg! To unlock the secret of a nuclear bomb! You can't let King of Tunisian find you, Humpty. I must be willing to give my life, Sylvia. If they find me, there will be nothing to stop the Tunisianians from becoming a nuclear power. But can't you see that I love you? This summer, Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Dumpty had a great fall. Now, your favorite childhood nursery rhyme is finally the gritty, dark action movie you never thought it would be. With lots of shaky cam fight scenes.